0: Oh, I like the sound of that. Hey, everybody, Keith Billis here, and welcome. Welcome. Here it is, the first episode of the Business Athlete Podcast. Sitting across the table from my buddy, social distanced, my buddy, my trainer, my friend, AJ Zeglin. AJ. Hello, Keith. Hello, episode number one, my friend. Let's turn down the tunage. Let's get started. I got to tell you, man, <laughs> the emotions I'm feeling right now nerves, excitement, I'm just ready to go. You know that feeling ready to go? You know, you're you just, you, 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 you're wanting to be prepared. All those conflicting emotions that come with an exciting moment, right? And, and but before I get started, I got a confession. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> look at that. I'm not even a minute into this, I'm already giving the listeners a confession. A confession from the host. So I, I have admittedly been procrastinating on this for a long time. Procrastinating on getting it done i know you and i've talked about an idea like this for a long time and yep. you know it was, it, was, it was procrastination it was absolute procrastination you know you know how it is you have an idea a big idea a small idea we write it down but then we struggle to execute you know what, what's in front of us seems so overwhelming so exciting that we don't know where to start right and i i i think sometimes maybe you know it's just that where do you start where do you start and it's funny because it's not that procrastination as much as it is my neurosis getting the best of me, right? It's like having everything lined up, that type A, that's, yeah, I don't know if it's an OCD, but it's uh, the humor in that is why I'm like, hey, I need, I need a platform to talk about something. The humor in that is the whole reason why I created this show in the first place. And I'm hoping that if you're listening to this and if you've taken an interest in what we've said already, you might relate. You're neurotic, you might be type A. You might want things perfect, and you're all lined up. you know what? Uh, people might frown upon the word neurotic, but you admit that you are, right? You want it. You want it all perfectly planned, ready to go. The funny thing is, everybody listening to this, is AJ is not neurotic. Not as neurotic as I am. He's, he likes the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we get along. We'll get into that later on in the show. But you know, you, you know, to those that are listening. You you want things lined up before you start. You want your desk clean. You want your kitchen clean. You want the dishwasher lined up the right way. Or you have this big idea. You have this big massive idea and you want to go. You absolutely want to go, but you're like, where do I start? Then it just never gets started. It's the hardest part. It is, right? The hardest right. part's to get started, right, yes. isn't it? But then I find that, and AJ, I think you can relate to the athletes you've worked with, the business people you've worked with, that when these people, when I, when we get started, what do we do? We go. Yeah. There's no stopping it. There's no stopping it. There's no stop. We go foot down. We go pedal to the metal. And away we go. And I'm sure you have countless athletes you've worked with that just go and they go and they go and you got to tune them in to stop. Agreed. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I think that the common denominator amongst all of us that are listening to this show right now is that we drive results. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, right. I would say no you know, matter what the platform is or what uh, area you're working in, I would say that's definitely a common denominator between all of you, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, we, 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 we focus on those results and those results, you know, and that, that's the whole focus of what I think is a business athlete. We drive results. Whether those results are in, in life or in work, we focus on driving results. So while we might procrastinate, we might pause. We might even pause on the next thing. We know that when we're going to get started, we're gonna go. We know that we just have to get going. And sometimes it takes some pauses, it takes a few stops, or as the ever-great meditator George Mumford would say, you just have to begin again. You just gotta start. You know, one of my favorites, right? You just have to begin again. And, and I think if we all can just sometimes remind ourselves that it's just as easy as beginning again, it's easier to start. You might pause again, right? Right, right. We might pause again, but you know, we might even procrastinate one more time, but we, we just got to just try and we got to go because we know when we get started as the athletes that we are, we're going to win. And that's what it's about. As a business athlete. You want to win. And that's what it takes to be a business athlete. So if you're still listening to this show and I got you hooked into this thing less than five minutes in and you want to listen more, I believe that you believe that we're all in this together. We're all business athletes. You know, Um, some might call us entrepreneurs, some might call us eager, some might call us neurotic, but at the end of the day, the common denominator is we drive performance, we drive results, be it in business or be it in athletics, AJ, you know, we drive it. Yeah. So there you go, my confession, five minutes in, I've been procrastinating as much, and now we're here on November 3rd, first show, 2020, business athlete, big aspirations, excited to have you here next to me.
1: I'm excited to be here, man, I'm (laughs) so pumped, (laughs) I'm so pumped right now, it's it's, it's really cool.
0: The smile across the face. Um, Before we get started, listen, those that are listening, who's this AJ guy? Like, okay, uh, we Google Keith, we see who he is, we Google AJ, we see who he is, but let's just get a little deeper. So, before we go further, my buddy AJ Zeglin, we met a few years ago, he was on my hunt for a new training facility, aka a new gym. Of course, I believe everything starts in the gym, and we'll get into that later. Mr. Zeglin.
1: Yes. Are you nervous? I am a little bit, you know, just because I... Uh... This wouldn't be maybe a medium that I'm uh, used to communicating in, right? I'm used to talking a lot in front of people or in person. But uh, now that I know that this is being recorded, it's a little new for me, you know? Uh, But man, I'm excited, a little bit nervous. I do remember that first day you walked into the gym because I remember at the very beginning of the conversation, Uh, you were like, hey, uh, when can I start? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like... Well, you could start tomorrow and you're yeah. like, oh yeah, what time yeah. do you open up? Yeah. And I was yeah. like, 6 a.m. and you'll be like, I'll be here at 5 to 6. And right away I was like, <laughs> all right, this guy's a little different. This, guy, <laughs> yeah. this guy's a little different. This guy wants to go right away. He wants to be the first guy here and he wants to open the place up and start working right away.
0: I remember that. I remember yeah. those mornings, those early, uh, those, early, those early mornings at the gym uh, here in Winnipeg, Canada, Focus yeah. Fitness. Uh, AJ is, uh, uh, runs a facility which trains all the professional athletes that come to town here in Winnipeg, works with uh, our professional franchises, and uh, I have been blessed to have him in my corner as I've gone through my fitness journey, which uh, we're going to talk a lot about during not just today's show, but shows down the road and how we both, I think, share a lot of philosophies around fitness and life, and, and uh, when I came to you about this business athlete show, you're like, hey man, let's do it. So, uh, I'm excited to be here. Um, I- I'm sure, though, those that are listening right now are asking, so what's the show all about, right? And like, you're like, well, so what's the show all about, Keith? Yeah. Yeah. Tell them, Tell them. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's the goal. The goal of the show is for you all to feel like we are hanging out in the gym together. That's where the best conversations are had, right? It's raw, it's vulnerable, and so that's, that's, that's our goal, and that's our aspiration for the show. But So, what's the show all about? Let me tell you about the plan with the show. So the plan with the show is to talk about what it takes and what it is and what it's like to live as a business athlete. It's to inspire. It's absolutely to inspire those that are listening and encourage those that need the extra little bit of encouragement to get through the day, the week, or the moment in time you're listening to AJ and I right now. So I hope as you listen to us and you listen to further shows, you're inspired. You take a message, you take a point. You take a key learning and you're like, yeah, I like that. Maybe it helps you get a presentation done. Maybe it helps you get through another set. Maybe it helps you uh, through a conversation in life. Maybe it helps you just have a good funny moment in time. But the goal here is you're going to have some fun with us. You're going to learn something. and uh, Well, hopefully you're going to learn something. And we're going to have some learnings from the guests we're going to have. We're going to have some great guests. We're going to laugh. You know, we are going to have some provocative discussion. going to keep it really authentic. Great guests. Perhaps some tears. Maybe some debates, Eglin. What do you think of that, my friend? A little bit of debate across the table. Yeah, absolutely. Socially, I
1: feel that would only be right. I think so, yeah. We have lots of interesting conversations. Yeah, that so. makes
0: a good podcast. Yeah. You know, that makes a good show. We're gonna learn. You know, I think what I've learned a lot over time is how much love is a part of teams and 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 you know, the journey of being you know, successful in business and probably being successful in an athlete, right? And you know, we've talked so much about love in the mushy sense, right? And it's so What's that word? Not masculine or emasculating or it's, uh, you know, hardcore man culture. Don't talk about love. We're going to talk about love.
1: I love you, Keith. I love you too,
0: Major. <laughs> yeah, we're going to hug. No, I guess we can't hug in socially distanced world, but we're going to talk about love. We're going to talk about real love and how it works. And like I said, what I believe, you know, keeping yourself you know, mentally focused so that you can, you, can, you can drive success. I might rant. I've been known to that. I do that a few times in the gym with my friend over here. Rant a few times. I may have heard it. I, 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 <laughs> I think my colleagues right now listening to this, maybe Nicole, Jan, and Maurice, some of my colleagues out there may have heard some of those rants too from time to time. And I think they're probably laughing
1: going, really? Maybe my partner. You know what though? I feel like it's always coming from a good place. Well, you know. So I can appreciate yeah, that. It really is. Yeah, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think a rant is a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Most importantly, let's keep it. The, let's keep the goal here that we're gonna have some fun with this first time doing this new medium to me as well uh i've always dreamed about being a radio dj and a disc jockey and somebody who talks behind the microphone so i think i can do just pretty fine with this perhaps but again the goal here is as you listen to the show i really want you to feel like you are in a gym with me you know because again i believe i really truly believe that's where it all starts where you're taking care of your human where you're raw and what your definition of the gym is might be different than my definition of the gym, right? You know, a gym can be some mini bands and some elastic bands on your wall where you do push-ups, and that's your gym in your house. Your gym is your place, right? Your gym is your space for your mental, your physical, your human activity, right? I think, AJ, we get so caught up with with physical structures and identifying them with life, right? And gyms are one of them. Right? I'm going to the gym, right? right? And that's not a bad thing. That's how we met, and yep. I guess how society has largely lived around going to the gym right but maybe it's really but it all starts with taking care of your human first
1: absolutely yeah 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 and whatever space you have to do that
0: right yeah. so I, th- I think what we, you know when we refer to the gym it's where it's referring to as much as that human space take care of yourself totally physically mentally but ultimately i really believe again why we're here today the business athlete talk about the business athlete showing what it takes to be be a business athlete is that. I believe it starts in the gym where we're raw, we're unguarded. You know that metaphor? What's that metaphor, AJ? We
1: talk about the squat metaphor. The squats, yeah. Yeah, where squats are a metaphor for life because you're going to find yourself at the bottom and then you make that decision, that conscious decision, whether you're going to stand up or not, right? you got one of two choices, right? Yeah. Choice number one is? Stay sitting down.
0: Bail. Yeah, stay down. Which I would say to you, a large percentage of the population, I'm going to suggest, probably bail.
1: Yeah. Or it could even become part of the process, right? You could learn down there in the bottom. Ah, you bail a
0: few times, yeah. and then you, you get yourself back up to the top, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? But that metaphor of that squat, right? So you bail, you get to the bottom, you don't get back up, or you take all that weight on your shoulders, you carry it, and you lift it right back up again. Yeah. And you do it over and over and over. Not- what- nothing, I think, makes you feel more physically vulnerable than
1: being under a few hundred pounds totally well and i know we've had this discussion before uh the great place or sorry the great thing about the gym as a place too is i feel it's one of the most honest places that we can be the great equalizer right the great equalizer And, and i love it so much so the two letters the lb the pound yeah it's Four hundred pounds is four hundred pounds, so you can't cheat it, you can't hide it, you can't fake it if you didn't put in the work, that weight is not going to move it's it's the ultimate truth teller like you can't there's no way around it, so I really appreciate the honesty of being in in the space right in the gym and it's interesting because you know that
0: great equalizer of that that four hundred pounds you you can take that metaphor into business too, yeah, right where you know whether it's measuring a kpi or whether you're trying to do a revenue target or a sales target, you know you can cheat, cheat, cheat. But if you want to go about with integrity, yeah. you know the number is the number, and uh, I, you know it's gonna take all your weight to move it, right? So I and I and I, lo- and I love I love the idea of being in the gym and just the idea of the raw aspect of weight, right. right? There's no life to it, right? It's just it's just this it is this concept of just picking up something that is innate. It's heavy as,
1: <clears throat> yeah. And and you either you either winning or you're not, right? And and it doesn't care. It doesn't care if you're short, if you're tall, if you're male, if you're female. It doesn't care of your socioeconomic background. It doesn't care of your religious background. It doesn't care of your ethnicity. It has absolutely no. You know what I mean? It's just and, there. And and, 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 when is,
0: and when you train the athletes, it doesn't yeah. matter if you scored. If if you're if you're Connor McDavid, Connor, right. Connor if you're listening, sorry. Right. Or if you are, you know, Patrick Line, or if you are, Go Jansen Harkins, right. It, it makes no difference. It, it's it's 400 pounds, exactly, right. And yeah. same within business, right. So you got the business guy walking in there, you got the athlete walking in there. The weight right. is the weight, and you know the goal is to move it, right, right. And what I also love about the metaphor of the weight age is that. You're not just traditionally typically walking up to that four hundred pounds and just moving it. It's gonna take some time and some steps to get there. Absolutely. You might start with the fifty, you might start with the one hundred, you might go to one twenty five, you might go to one fifty.
1: Right. Maybe like business. Yeah. Maybe total- maybe like life. Right. Uh, yes. It's the process. Right. 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 Yeah.
0: And it's funny because when we started this, A.J., and we started and when I when I started this podcast and I started thinking about it and I started pausing and procrastinating and and I've said too many times, man. Lots of money, lots of ideas. Mm -hmm. Executing's the toughest, right? Right, and uh, again, you can think about that 400 pounds in front of you. You can go, I can never do it, or you can begin again, start that process, right? Right. Again, what I love about the gym. So again, whether that metaphor is with getting on your your bike, your Peloton. I showed AJ my Peloton today, by the way. And we're abs- we are absolutely doing a show about the Peloton. So John Foley and all my friends at Peloton that are listening right now, that's uh, made a great product. Uh, we are going to talk. We're going to do episode with the Peloton and how, truthfully, it has absolutely inspired me and inspired this concept as much about being a business athlete. Because I think that, you know, again, the, you know, taking, talking about the concept of the business athlete, it, it is... I tell my kids this, AJ. I'm not telling anybody this right now. I believe the best skill set that people can be delivering and developing right this second is the ability to be self-motivated, self-driven anywhere and everywhere. Right. No, because nobody's in the office. You know, We work in a different world now where, you know, back in the office when we were learning about management by walking around and viewing people and people needing to be motivated. Right. But you look at what Peloton has done in these, these virtual type gyms and so forth is getting people and telling them what to do in a remote space. Well, if you're self-motivated to do something in your
1: own space, you're going to win. Right. Well, and, and it's skill. And I, I, I believe what they've done really well is um, I've always found that there's a huge correlation between self-motivation and the structure that's there. Absolutely. So Peloton's created this structure for you. So even on days when maybe you know we're not always feeling a hundred percent we're not always foaming at the mouth to get in there and go but when the structure's in place and you sit down on you you showed me not to get too much in it you showed me a, a little blip of it five minutes of it and 30 seconds in you're like how can you not get into this and I'm like yeah I'm pumped already it, it's, you know? it's 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 they've done an incredible job of of, of
0: really bringing technology and, and fitness together. But again, I think as I watch the community, there's a there, there's a there's a generation of business athletes out there that are looking for direction and structure. And again, if you, as a young person listening to this or anybody listening to this, can figure out how to be self motivated, you know, I I run, I run a virtual company where the only way you succeed is by being self motivated. Right. Right. You know, I I it's funny. I've been talking to a lot of people these days where. It's interesting, you know, because we, we have identified so much in life with physical structures. We go to church, we go to our office building, we go to an arena, we go to, we go to, you know, Madison Square Garden. It's an identity, right? We, 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 we identify with going to a physical place, but yet we now wake up in a world where it's actually, it's actually AJ, mm-hmm. it's your name at email address at resultsonlymatter.com. Right, right. Because whether AJ goes to work at the Salesforce Tower or Madison Square Garden or identifies any physical structure, if he's not getting results done, right. he's irrelevant. He's yeah. now working from home or working from anywhere. Right. It's been the game changer. It's been the absolute game changer, which has been the removal of identity, I believe, of physical structure and focusing on results. And again, I think that is why the timing of this show is perfect. There's a lot of people right now looking for structure from you and I. They want to be inspired. They want to have some laughter. They want you and I to say, hey, listen, if you're listening right now, you're on the couch, you're, in your, you're somewhere, like I, want, I don't want to go downstairs. I, I don't want to go out for a run. What should they do? Right? What should they do?
1: Oh, for us right now? No,
0: what's the person listening doing right now? Oh. They should. If they're listening right now going, oh, man, I'm loving the show, and, geez, should I go for a walk right now while I'm listening to these guys, or should I get off the couch and go to the gym, or yeah. what should they do?
1: Well, they should do it.
0: They should absolutely
1: do it. <laughs> they got to do they it. They should get <laughs> off the honey. Sorry, man. I thought before you were building it up. I was just watching you talk. I was yeah. so into it. Yeah. I thought it was like a rhetorical question. Well, the <laughs> and tra- I thought you were gonna so, hit him with a punchline, and I was waiting for it. <laughs> so the punchline was: get off your ass and get to the gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's your inspiration. There's a little bit of uh, <laughs>
0: there's a little bit of Alex Toussaint from Peloton there, everybody. That's uh, just get off your ass, get to the gym, get doing something, get moving, be inspired. You know, um, listen, if, if you're listening to this right now and you're enjoying it, I hope you feel like you're on a team. You know, I, again, that's the goal of this, right? I want to build a team, I want to build a community. You know, it's interesting, when I debated about the name of this, is it the business athlete? Is it business athletes? You know what? Website, business athletes plural, with an S, dot com. Why? Because I don't think you'd be successful as an individual business athlete. I mean, we're a team right i'll be your lead coach i'll be your friend you know i'm right now next to you you know your teammate your friend Ages right next to me Ages helped me along the way and on this journey of fitness and life and and that's our goal right remember you're listening to this we are living life right alongside you similar challenges similar opportunities i have my good days my bad days the goal though is i guess to have more good days than bad so if you add all those days up in the year and you have more good than bad you're in a good place um you know, those days where I don't want to start, the days where I'm struggling to get motivated. But the goal with this show is for us to be real, lay it on the line, make you feel like you're a part of the community, a team, a team of business athletes. And my goal, AJ, is to get some of our buddies who play sport, are in business, have them join our conversation, tell their stories about what makes, uh, what motivates them. How, how does How do you transition from being a pro athlete, amateur athlete to business. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. can be tough. It, uh, yeah, I can imagine, right? Because they live in a world of structure, move into a world maybe of no structure, or where they have to create it now for themselves, the structure, right? Right. So how do you do that, right? Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm hopeful, I, I'm confident we're going to get some great, great people to talk about that and, and so forth. But, um, you know, let's, people are still wondering, I think, what, so what is a business athlete? Right. And let's, you know, I, so I, I, I want those that are listening right now. What is a business athlete? You know, and, and I, I've, I've been thinking again, I talked at the beginning of the show about this, Talked in the trailer about this, about competition and so forth. But a business athlete is an individual who looks at business and life through the lens of sport and competition. Business athletes want to win always competitive, 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 you know, Living the life of a business athlete, I believe, is a mindset. It's a routine, it's a structure. It's a system. I always say this: great Stanley Cup champions aren't built by accident. In my experience, I know you're. You know, you, you've been around pro sports. And you've sports your entire life. I don't. You tell. You tell me a story, Mister Zeglin, where anybody successfully has built a successful championship by accident?
1: Yeah, that's never happened. <laughs> Yeah, it's <laughs> just never not going to... So, so yeah.
0: again, you think about being a business athlete, you know, it requires routine. You yeah. touched upon a few minutes ago about right. being in a world of structure to being in a world of non-structure. But I believe being a business athlete, you live a life, you're listening to me right now, you're nodding your head. You live a life, you believe in a system. You believe in that system that requires discipline, right? Um, commitment, yeah, right? Authenticity. And here's what I think is the key next C, AJ. And I think the C is often overlooked for many people yeah consistency
1: yeah that's how you win is consistency over time right
0: right and it's funny because you hear coaches talk about you hear the coaches talk about oh man you know that player was great on the ice for 60 minutes but how they perform as a pro for the other 23 hours of their day right is what separates them from the winners and losers
1: yeah i, I believe it's the same way in life i oh, oh i love uh bill belichick yeah obviously yeah, uh, winningest coach of all time in uh, in football in the NFL. Uh, his thing is that is thing. Uh, talent sets the floor, but character sets the ceiling. Absolutely, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. Right. So that's you know the character is what you're doing. Then, like you said, the other twenty three hours of the day or whatever, right? That's and, and and and
0: as a professional athlete again, if you think about being a successful business person, right you know, wanting to do the right things, drive revenue, drive results, drive shareholder value. It doesn't happen by accident. No. Needs to be structure. Yeah. Needs to be discipline. Yeah. Needs to be commitment. Yeah. And needs
1: to be consistent. Absolutely. Well, and the, the favorite, my favorite definition I've ever heard of commitment going to your uh, point there is uh, having it explained as the daily triumph of integrity over skepticism.
0: The and daily triumph of integrity over skepticism. Interesting. Yeah, that's, 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 uh, that's great. So if
1: you're listening to that, write that down. Hey, yeah. uh, And uh, that, of course, is not mine. That's from the great Abraham Lincoln.
0: Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. So so we talk about those C words, right? We talk about commitments. We talk about consistency, character, right? And and again, being a business athlete, being an athlete, being successful in business, probably not going to get very far if you're struggling with many parts of your life and just showing up for work. Maybe it's preventing you from taking that next step. Yeah. Maybe it's preventing you from dotting that extra I and that extra T and you know, working to get that A plus on that deck you're working on right now instead of the B that you've been turning in over and over, right? Right. Or maybe it's or maybe it's that urge to be listening to us right now and going, damn, I've been consistent but but just not consistent enough to get off my butt and go look for that next step in my career. Right? Looking in the mirror. Yeah. Right? Right. So again, you know what when I think about being a business athlete is that you believe, if you're listening to us right now, you believe you believe in results-based living. I know every great athlete I know believes in driving their own results proactively. Not living in a world of based results. Right. So they're not letting the world come to them. They're creating the world. Right. So again, I'll say that to you guys. so I think to be a business athlete means you believe in results-based living, not living-based results. And and you know, we create our own destiny through our own results. A business athlete, you listening to me right now, I know you, you're proactive, you're not reactive pause sometimes you procrastinate you want to make sure your desk is lined up and your shoes are tightened but you're proactive you can't wait for results you want to go and get them as a matter of fact you don't wait for results right I think I think again AJ I think you think it all great I always refer to hockey right Canadian boy and I just think of what I know right if I think of the great you know great athletes who maybe didn't have the world handed to them, but had to work for it look at Johnny Taves Winnipeg right hard worker yeah. Right, consistent, consistent, and, and consistent and consistent. Great character, committed right. to the game. Yes. How many cups does he have? Yeah, right. Three more than me. <laughs> <laughs> and three more than me as well. Um, but listen, you're a business athlete. You, 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 you don't wait for the results. You create the results. And, I, and And I know if you're listening right now, you know there's a difference. You know the person sitting on the zoom call next to you, not in the cubicle next to you is, is maybe not like you. And you sometimes struggle to identify, but what you identify in is that you want to drive performance. You want to drive results. And sometimes you just don't know where to get started. Well, I'm hopeful that you just found a place to get started. Join me and AJ join us. We're going to get you started. We're going to get you inspired. We're going to keep you moving. We're going to help you through every week's PowerPoint deck, sales presentation. We're going to help you toward the next revenue meeting. Heck, we're going to give you something to laugh about. That's what the goal of this show is, and that is what I think is a business athlete. But to be a true business athlete, when I talk about being a business athlete, is, is ultimately taking care of your human first. You know what, AJ? That's funny, because I love referring to human i love referring to us a hum- i find when you refer to us as a human you remove race you remove sexuality you remove gender and you really dig into what we are which is two human beings which are two species that's regardless of our political views our views in life we can put all that aside and just be human yeah you know we're such in we're in such a world of technology and ai and machine learning and everything is this and everything is that that we often forget that there are these
1: human beings that are going, hello. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I, uh, I can see it, you know. And yeah. I think that you would agree
0: that the, 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 the most successful athletes are the ones that take care of their human first. Absolutely. Right. Mentally, physically, emotionally. Yeah. Right. And it starts from there. Right. Yeah. So all right, so there you go. There you go. There you have it. There's the show. That's what a business athlete is. If you identify, carry the hashtag, business athletes. Check us out on Instagram. i are going to get that started very soon too. Woo, social media. <laughs> Man, do we got to talk about social media sometime? Yes, we will. I have my views on that. AJ has his views on that. I will be, It'll be interesting conversations sometime in one of these shows. But uh, you'll find us uh, at... Business athletes on Instagram coming up when you're listening to the show. Promise to keep show updated constantly. Um, our goal with the show is to record as often as possible. Ideally bi weekly, maybe weekly, uh, release it that much. I, listen, if I had it my way, we get to a place where this is a morning inspirational show for those listening. For those wanting to get out of bed, listening to us two schmucks, be inspired, be motivated, you know, go 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 try to hit a personal best in something. Give them something to do. You know, introduce some great tunes. We haven't even talked about tunes yet. Oh, that's a big one. That's a big <laughs> one. Tunes all start in the gym too, right? Yeah. Maybe this is a good place for us to talk with each other. Yeah. So listen, let's do this. Um, we are halfway into first episode, episode one, November 3rd, the Business Athlete Podcast. And I think what everybody would like to know a little bit right now is uh, a little bit about you and me. And I think what we can best serve the listening audience is Who the heck is this Keith Billis guy besides what Google tells him or tells her or tells that person? And who's this A.J. Zeglin person besides what Google tells them? Does anybody use Bing or anything else or is it just always Google?
1: Uh, I don't know. I I feel everything. Yeah, it's Google. Yeah, Yeah. it's got to be Google, right? Do you voice search ever? Do you always type it in? I always type it in. Yeah, I've never, uh, I've never used any voice commands on my phone before. So this is truly a new medium for you, eh? It's very uh new medium. I'm slow on that. So I've also, I've never purchased anything online before. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little slow on those things. Yeah. So well, well, Hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on. Play the game of PVR here. So you've never
0: purchased anything online before?
1: No. That I've is ne- incredible. Yeah, I've never bought anything online. Uh, my wife has. Yeah. She shopped online. I've never, I've never bought anything online and had it, like, sent to my house.
0: Oh, my. So, I, we have an absolute show to talk about online shopping and how to online shop. So, you're listening right now. Those of you are listening right now are going, hey, we need to teach Mr. Zegelon how to online shop. I think we can, uh, we can set that up somewhere. That is a, that's, a fantastic, uh, that's a fantastic revelation. So, I've known AJ now five, going on six years, and I have never known you not to shop on I, I've never known that actually yeah
1: yeah I just like I've purchased things online like let's say I got to uh buy a concert ticket or something like yeah. that online yeah. but I've never like bought anything from like Amazon and had the like box dropped off yeah. at my door or anything yeah. no yeah. I never have yet
0: yeah yeah so let, let's continue this track so yeah. we're listening we're sitting here across uh distance from each other smiling at each other you mm-hmm. know as well as I do <laughs> that there are people you know, that we've trained with over the years that are gonna hear this show, that are gonna be laughing, going, there's
1: those schmucks. Yeah. They're doing it. Yeah. We're really doing it, Harry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are really doing it. We are really doing it. So, what do you, what uh, self interview? You know, in our little yeah. outline here, we've got self interview. Keith's gonna interview AJ, AJ's gonna interview Keith. And I see that as just
1: having across the table conversation. Yeah. I think that's the most natural way. I think
0: so. Eh? Yeah. So I told you, I told you when you got to the studio that don't talk to me. Right. Just come in and we're going to talk naturally and we're going to get going here. So, yeah. So you're in Manitoba, so am I. Yeah. Tell something to our listeners you want them to know about you.
1: Um, oh, what do I want you to know about me? Uh, you know what? I, I think what I want people to know. And uh, hopefully, this comes through in our podcast. Is that uh, I genuinely care about people, yeah. And I feel like, yeah, uh, that's. Do you think to a fault sometimes? Maybe. Uh, maybe. Like I just, I, I like. I feel like I always want to try to help people as much as I possibly can, and. I feel like that's something that's maybe been like developed over time, mm-hmm. like because I didn't know what I wanted to do for a long time, right? And I had it so focused on a particular occupation, uh, almost much like you said, how there you know people used to be so hung up on physical structures. Mm-hmm. I found I was hung up on physical occupation, mm-hmm. like when I stopped my career as an athlete as a football player hmm. it's like what am i going to be now and, and i went to fire college and i got that and i was waiting for the city to have a hiring and that's when i got my position i'm in now but i was working training people and i held different jobs and one day i don't know it just kind of hit me where i'm like you know what i think like the the common string here between all these things that i've been going to school for or working in all these areas is that I feel like, I feel like I'm being useful to people, to other people at these jobs. And it makes me feel really good to know that I'm helping people. And so I was like, maybe I got to focus less on one specific occupation, but just more the idea of what I want to do. And the idea is I genuinely care about people. I genuinely want to help people. I feel best about myself when I've helped someone else do something. Like that's when I feel if I accomplish something on my own, I feel good. You know, so we, we've been talking about the gym. If I hit a personal best on my own in the gym, I feel pretty good. If I help Keith hit a personal best in the gym, I'm at like an 11 out of 10. And I can relate to that. You I know, know what, what I mean? Yeah, I do. I, like, I just, do. Yes. I love it. And uh, so,
0: because, yeah, so... Because you know that that moment, I believe, was the culmination of all the effort that got them there. Yes. Yeah. Right. Because you, you know, when you know that I'm about to get under the bench and do that PB... Right. I just didn't show up that day and do it. No. It was many conversations. It was many reps. It was many failures. Yeah.
1: And, and like doing it together with somebody. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I'm, I'm very much, uh, I was always a team sport guy. Do you feel sometimes as a
0: coach, as a leader, as, a, as, a, as somebody who inspires other people and leads them, do you find it sometimes difficult to live through their failures when they don't hit the PB, when they don't hit that set? How do you, how does that make you feel then? So,
1: um, yeah, so like, it makes me feel like I'm, I'm responsible for it too. Right. Cause mm-hmm. I've always thought like, Hey, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna celebrate and feel good about the victories and help, you know, take responsibility for the victories of like, ah, oh, like I really helped motivate this person. I really felt we put together a great plan for them. We executed it. Great. Um, then if we miss, I have to take equal responsibility, right? I yeah. can't just be like, hey, when you're killing it, yeah, you know, I feel awesome like I I contributed to this. And oh, hey, when we miss the mark, well, I didn't contribute to that. That's it. you know what I mean? You got to I feel you got to always be on both sides of it. So, uh, I do take it personally. Like sometimes I feel bad like, oh man, like what could I have done differently to help this person, you know what I mean? And then it's like all right, well, let's just, let's go back to it. Like, thankfully, like I love the process help. Hopefully I've helped this person also understand, uh, the idea of falling in love with the process of getting better. And so we know it's not an end thing, you know, it's not final. We start and it begins again, like you said, at the very start, right. It's interesting, right? Because,
0: you know, you you hit a PB, but then when that moment is over,
1: how, how long are you satisfied for? Five seconds, 10 yeah, seconds? Yeah, right, because you're, you're now chasing the next PB. And then now, what's the next one down the road, right? That's, that's the way it works, right? So if you don't love that process, oh man, you're never going to be satisfied. There's, no, there's nothing you'll ever accomplish in the gym where you feel like, hey, I finally made it. This is it. I'm at the top. I'll never get any better. Uh, it, you know, there's, You're always getting better. And it's actually a good thing, I feel like, that there's no end to it. Because if it did end and you were ever completely satisfied in that moment, now we lose that as a resource to help uh, benefit our physical, our emotional, our uh, um, psychological well-being. Right now, it, that can no longer be a tool for us if it's over. So,
0: so, 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 what do you say to those that 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 struggle with the process, that struggle in the journey? They're listening right now. They're like, "Oh man, AJ, tell me how do I get to that next PB? How do I what what what?" What should I be looking for from my trainer? What, 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 what should they be telling me? How do I get to that next
1: spot? Right. So I feel the most important thing in life is relationships. So I would tell those people that always remember there's more than one right way to do stuff. So from a gym perspective, there's going to be a whole bunch of different Uh, theories out there on how to get from point a to point b there'll be different programs how to get there from point a to point b you could go see different trainers that are going to say hey i can help you get from point a to point b all that information is out there it's in the books it's in the textbooks it's in the courses that everyone took and everyone learned and everyone did this stuff so at the end of the day it's your relationship with the person is for me uh, the most important part
0: and it's uncovering, and it's uncovering. I believe, like as we built our relationship here, it's uncovering what motivates that person, right? Totally. Because I, I know that what I've struggled with, and what I believe that people might be listening to struggle with, is the ambiguity of the journey sometimes, right? Whether that is in fitness or in business, which is oh my god, it's a lot of ambiguity, a lot of gray. Just just tell me what to do, right? So I can execute, so I can have success, and I can make my million dollars, I can hit my PB, I can sell this, and I'm done, right? Uh, actually, no, you're never done. It's never over. It's never over, right? And so that's a good thing. It is a good thing, right? Yeah. So so it's just managing the journey along the way. Managing right. the highs, managing the lows, yeah. and, and ensuring, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so when you talk about, so let's say, you know, you talk about loving to help people. Right. It's, uh, I, I know that I, I, you know, it's something that has really resonated for me since working with AJ is that it's, is that, and I, and I think that's unfortunate, but, you know, I, I don't know if, You know, athletic trainers are are given as much credit sometimes as as other mental health specialists because of the benefits we get from spending time with our trainer.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. I think it's very therapeutic for a lot of people. It is. You know? Absolutely it is. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've seen it firsthand. Uh, Obviously, I won't go into detailed stories of sharing stuff from clients because I feel there's a lot of uh, personal information and stuff shared. And, uh, you know, that ties into what I said about building the relationship too, right? Like you gotta, you're working with, you're working with a business athlete. You're working with someone that wants results. Uh, there's gotta be trust there, right? And that trust has to be set on a good relationship. And that has to be how you communicate with each other. You know, there's tons of good information out there. If I don't know how to deliver it to you, you know, we're not going to have a very good relationship. And there's no right or wrong way. There might be things that motivate you that you like and you respond to that's different than the next guy. And that's okay. That's where I believe. That's where I believe the difference between
0: the ideas, the difference between cutting through all the ambiguity and all the clutter is working alongside yourself. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, who's picking up the weight? Yeah. Me. I need to execute. Yeah. And and sometimes that's what people's biggest challenges, right? And that's where I believe it relates back to, right? Which is, you know, and that's that's what I think is is often the struggle with fitness or in business is, just tell me what to do so I can do it. But in fitness, it's the same thing. I'll tell you what to do, but you still need to do it to get the results. Right. Yeah. You know, it's um. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I came to you with the business athlete. Talked yeah. about what I thought about, you know, what where I where I see who I see the business athlete as. Yeah. Talk to me about your concepts and where you see and the people you've worked with uh, around the idea of
1: business athletes and bringing the two together. Right. Um, so one, when you came to me with the idea, mad was I pumped. Yeah. I was, I was excited <laughs> to do it. Not just because obviously through conversations that we had in the past um, that I feel like you knew I might be interested in something like that. But I feel it's really interesting. I feel it could be much, uh, much needed and valuable resource for people, especially at times like these. But also too, um, I love doing stuff with people that I love being around. Yes. So I was like, hey, we're gonna get to spend time together. Yeah, and because uh, we have not spent so no. Mar- so
0: Mar- so so. Let's tell a story, right? Yeah. So so you know, I, I, I trained down the street at focus at at, at Focus Fitness in in Winnipeg, Canada. Um. For, uh, for many, many years with AJ. And uh, you know, it was beginning of 20 here yeah. and came in March. And I'm like, hey, man, there's something going on. And I don't know if the gym should be open or is it going to be open very long. And right. we kind of went back and forth. And you're like, oh, my God, maybe we're going to close the gym. And I'm like, I think it might close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Remember that? I think it I might do. close. Yeah, yeah, I do. Oh, my God. And not to make humor of it at all. Yeah. But, you know, you know, many, many days later, and the horror across the world... You know I, I i've been training from home and i know that your facility has opened up um to, to under completely different circumstances right now, yeah which you really want to get into in a second yeah um but uh, yeah so we we haven't seen each other no like so we, we've done facetime and yeah. we are so those that are listening we are in the same room we're socially distanced we are physically away from each other we're far enough right we, we both have small circles so I'm, I'm not i'm not too concerned about uh yeah. about any of that but uh yeah, so this was really nice. To, and what, was I, what was my first rule when I said, when you're coming over, we can't talk until we, we, we get on the air?
1: Yeah, yeah. That way when we uh, caught up with each other, it was just na- our natural conversation our natural and banter conversation. that we normally have, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I hope
0: if you're listening to this right now, you kind of get the gist of where we're taking this show. Um, uh, you know, in, in a good old radio talk, they look for the hook. And, and AJ, let's, let's give somebody listening right now who's going, oh, I don't know, should I turn it off? It's been 45 minutes of listening to these guys talk and inspire me and, and so forth. We don't want to turn it off. Absolutely not. Nah. nah. We want you to turn it up. <laughs> we want you to put the pedal <laughs> on the metal, turn it up. And you know, it's funny you say that because the goal is, the goal is to set up a whole other set of shows with inspiring, motivational, and awesome playlists. Because music, music I think is also a really understated part of the success yeah. of a business athlete. For sure. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. You know, uh, hey man, I, ch- I changed the whole music Stuff at your gym, man. Yeah. I was coming in there going, dude, we got to get some good tunes going on here. <laughs> yeah. We have absolutely. theme mornings when, right, when we had unfortunate icons pass away, we'd yeah. play good tunes. But yeah, yeah, again, all the all good music,
1: music just captures time, eh? Absolutely. Yeah. Ca- well, it, it captures moments. This is going to sound cliche or whatever because yeah. everyone knows like the soundtrack for your life, but I specifically associate time periods in my life, events in my life. Yeah. Uh, accomplishments in my life with with songs with certain songs. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. And, and our goal is is to put out a uh, a business athlete uh,
0: playlist. Uh, we're gonna host a playlist, put together a list of songs that you can take to the gym with you. Your Keith and AJ banter back and forth inspire you, get you to lift that extra set. Maybe give you an idea. You know, ideally, you know, we're we're gonna you know give you guys some ideas on things to you know uh, what should you be eating throughout your day to give you motivate you know to, to keep you to keep you energized. Right? What What are some interesting, you know, new exercises or new movements you can be, you know, be doing or getting away from your desk and keep yourself moving? What are some mental exercises, right? But Mr. Zeglin, what's some good music? Just give some good music to listen to, right? Yeah. Let's create some playlists and you know, Spotify's got a new feature where we can link brand, you know, full songs and we really can play the role of DJ. Yeah, I love it. Give me a song. What's the first song we're gonna play?
1: So. Like my one of my all time oh. favorite workout songs. Are you putting the costume on for it? <laughs> you know you are? <laughs> I might, yeah.
0: yeah, you knew I was going. Uh, that there, was man. my Axl Rose impression right there. <laughs> You're in
1: the jungle, baby.
0: <laughs> you might have heard that in focus a few times too. And yeah. actually I can do the old uh side crab so that, too, yeah. yeah. Not as good as Axl, though. You just need tighter pants. Oh, I just need tighter pants, yeah. <laughs> How about that night in Vegas? First night of the of the guns and roses ever going world to what are they in year i think 38 now i think they've uh (laughs) they started the tour 38 years ago and and axel's now about 92 and slash (laughs) is going into i think slash is ball down maybe i think and
1: uh how about that tour? right they started out yeah and it's still going still going i gotta say though like it's one of the top five nights of my life what's up stubby like yeah (laughs) when so I had never, uh, you know, Guns N' Roses, my favorite of all time, but I had never seen them live. Admittedly, until yeah. that moment, yeah. at the brand new T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. What a And when Slash first worked, walked out onto the stage as Slash, he's got his Chuck Taylors, his leather pants, his cut off shirt. It wasn't the fake stash of Slash, like no. like fake Melania. It was the real Slash. It was the real Slash. Real Slash. Top hat, top hat, and no. all. And I was like. It's a big arena. The place is packed. Yeah. And instantly, yeah. I was like, that's the coolest guy in here. This is the coolest guy I've ever, ever maybe seen yeah. live, yeah, like, in person. Like, at that moment, I'm like, this is the coolest guy on the planet. And this guy's <laughs> been like this. Like, this guy still looks the same and rocking the same thing from, like, the early 80s. And then they pushed out Axel and his... In his throne because he couldn't yeah. walk. Oh, remember? that's right. he, was all,
0: he was all busted up. <laughs> he borrowed
1: Dave Grohl's, uh, guitar, throne, the, the borrow Dave Grohl's guitar throne. There, Game of Thrones guitar throne. Yeah. And yeah,
0: oh, yeah, I could segue to Foo Fighters. We'll I have to have some Foo on the show. Yeah, yeah. Geez, they're they're, they're like one of the last great rock bands. I think. Hey, yeah, the Foo, like a like kind of traditional. Right. Okay, air quote, air quote. Yeah. To those that can't see me right now, or to the camera, we're recording this for posterity. Is it pro- posterity or yeah, posterity? Mm-hmm. Record this for posterity camera gear and everything is not uh it's just my iphone but uh yeah anyway so da- so listen yeah i think that the foo fighters would be considered kind of like one of the last like you know like rock and
1: roll bands yeah. right
0: guitar drums five piece Peace. four piece yeah that's it no
1: you, you don't see it as much anymore no
0: imagine dragons or
1: maybe two yeah they got like a thunder yeah i you feel like they're like kind of in between you know but but not a true like rock and roll, no. man. Because you look, at the roots of, you look at the
0: roots of Foo, they go to Nirvana. Yeah. Nirvana roots go, you know, oh my God, you got yeah. Soundgarden, you got all these, the roots go real deep, right? Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Foo. So anyway, so music. So the goal with the show is we're going to have this main business athlete show to inspire folks, to get them to carry this around in their pockets, you know, maybe go to bed with us, listen to us in the car. Some great guests yeah. and, um, you know, and also provide some good tunage. That's the goal. And a second yeah. podcast alongside this one is kind of like the, the sub podcast, of the Business Athlete Podcast, which would be the Business Athlete Playlist with Keith and AJ hosting your music. So um, again, businessathletes.com coming along the way on Instagram at Business Athletes. No, it's not on Instagram. Yes, it is on Instagram at Business Athletes. I'm on Instagram as, no, I think it's at the Real Business Athlete. Anyways, listen, I'm not giving you clear information on this show. Um, yes. Um, so, we will definitely get into the proper Instagram social channels. So,
1: I think we want to get into a little bit of who am I. I was going to say, so everyone know me and the listeners are best friends now. <laughs> wow, <I got laughs> no, I, I've been talking a lot. But, but yeah. we, they need to know a little about Keith. A little about Keith, a little about yeah. Keith. Well, I guess if you, uh, what do you want to know? Yeah, let me, I, I got a couple of questions yeah, for you yeah, here. Yeah. Okay. All so, right. um, first let me start with this. Cause I think it ties in nicely to our business athlete and you, you know, being able to, you can elaborate on this, but also I feel like them giving them a good idea, and example of that. This isn't fluff to you, that you, you really believe in this to be, uh, a successful piece of your foundation for being successful in business. So when I met you, um, we got to talk and know a little bit, and um, you know, we shared some information and you shared with me your story and the success that you'd had in business. And you had told me repeated occasions. and um, And you had told me that when you'd had people come to, ask to mentor under you and look for your tutelage to be successful in business, that everything was always like your first step was always the same. You were like, meet me at the gym at six in the morning. Yeah. And from the day that I already told our listeners from the first time I met you, you're like, okay, I'll be here tomorrow at five to six in the morning. Yeah. So I felt like you're really walking the walk and talking the talk. I believe in this. You really believe in this. I do. So tell, just tell me, tell us a little bit why you believe in it so strongly. I I believe that uh, I I have,
0: been able to use methodology like this. Listen, I, I believe in running a business like running a sports team. I believe many of the same metaphors apply. I've been very fortunate. Um, uh, I'm the CEO of ICC Social, we're a social media company. You can find us on the web, ICC Social. Um, we work with a lot of great global brands around the world, but that doesn't happen by accident, right? And um, I believe over the years of of building up the business, not only professionally, but also the many repetitions of, looking, you know, of, of working you know, in the gym and taking care of the human physically has, has allowed me to wake up this year and say, hey, we got lots to talk about. I think we can help others. I think we can inspire others. I think maybe some of the things that I've learned in life might be helpful to others. I think that uh, maybe some of the failures that I've had with ICUC or some of the successes I've had with ICUC are helpful to others. You know what, let me tell you this. We're 53 minutes in, and I hope people have stuck around for this. I'm working on something right now. (laughs) So if you're listening right now, close your ears. It's fucking huge. Yeah, it's huge, man. It is huge. And I'm going to take listeners along the ride with this thing. So we're going to call it Project Dream. All right? All right. So I started dreaming six weeks ago, and uh, I got a green light to continue that dream Mm, last week. So when you come to me and say, hey, do you believe in this? I do believe in it. Um, I've been fortunate to have trained in the same facility you've trained at with a lot of professional athletes. I've been fortunate to have got to know many of them who've had, who carry many Stanley Cup rings, who've played professional sports, who've played in NHL arenas, who've, who've been in stadiums, and you start talking to them, you start, you start getting to know them, AJ, like I've gotten to know you, and I start thinking that, wait a minute, we're the same. We put our pants on the same way. Right. but there's, an, there's, there's, a, there, there's something inside of us that maybe we can help others who don't know that to do the same, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I do believe in this. I believe in it. I live in it. I live this. I believe in it. Um, I believe that me achieving Project Dream is not going to happen by accident. and Being a business athlete is going to help me
1: succeed 100%. I will win. Right. Okay, so tell me this. So, um, I also know a little bit of your viewpoint from business, from working out in the gym. Now that attitude, that philosophy must carry on to all other aspects of your life. Yes. So what have you done? What are you planning on doing? Like places you've been to things you've done where you've applied this. So this isn't just a. I switch this on when i'm in business mode or i and i switch it off when i'm of business mode but this is this is how these are principles how i live my life um with I, I, bl-
0: I believe one of the hardest days of my life was when i did 11 hours in focus fitness training to climb kilimanjaro last year two years ago whenever that was yeah right so tell us about because i did that because i wanted to know what it would feel like david goggins if you're listening to right now you're going oh my god it feels like shit yeah it does right you know you gotta grind You gotta grind. You gotta feel miserable. If you're not gonna feel miserable, you're not gonna get the results. It's it's actually as simple as that. There's no shortcuts, no magic pills. But I'll tell you, right? How do I apply those principles in life? To how I apply them? Um, I've had an interesting life journey, right? You know, we all have different journeys through life, and and uh, and mine brings me here today. And you know, through that journey, I've I've been fortunate to to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. I've been fortunate to uh, to trek across Iceland and, and see many parts of the world on my feet. Uh, as a matter of fact, the last place I was able to see before the world shut down was the highest point in Panama. I climbed to the top there, and the only place in the world, AJ, where you can see the Atlantic Ocean and the Pacific Ocean in one day. Oh, really? So, yeah, I really neat, actually. I world. didn't know that, yes, actually. Yeah, yeah. so yes. you look left, you see one. You look right, you see the other. Yeah. But, uh, but, but, but that 11-hour day in the gym, you ask me about, you know, what is, you know, do, I, do I live my life that way? Absolutely. You know, the, the, that 11-hour day in the gym, I wanted to know what it was going to feel like to work 11 hours climbing up the mountain that day. But what I really wanted to know what it was going to feel like was the mental feeling of the night before going the next day cuz I believe everything is mental. Right, yeah. So going so what was it going to feel like going to bed the night before I summit on Kilimanjaro? Well, I'll tell you, it was much more difficult going to bed the night before I did the 11-hour grind up and down the turf. Yeah. At focus carrying you know, weight on my back and pushing the prowler and doing it all, all because I had that one goal in mind, which was succeeding for my climb up Kilimanjaro. Right. Right. So, there, that, so, so. yes, I, um, you know, business drives me, adventure drives me, exploration drives me. Getting into a cage with great white sharks in the middle of the Australian Ocean right. is interesting as well. Um, Puts you in vulnerable positions where it's just you and them and, and uh, but you're safe. Right. Yeah. Right. How do you feel? About, how, how do you feel about the ocean, AJ? <laughs> so I'm going to answer, that, oh, I'm gonna answer yeah. that. So one day we're in the gym and we're talking about the ocean, Keith and AJ. And we're talking about, you know, um, he's like, hey, you know, Keith, I, I got to tell you, man, I'm really terrified about the ocean. I'm like, oh, do tell. like, Well, it's this, is, this is massive place that when you stick your feet underneath the water, you just don't know it's
1: underneath it all. It's the scariest place on earth, man, isn't it? Why? Well, like, there's just so like yeah, I feel like I guess so. The definition of something being scary is us being unfamiliar, the unknown, right? Is there anything more unknown on this planet than the ocean?
0: I don't think there maybe is anything <laughs> worse than the ocean.
1: I rest my case. Yeah, <laughs> scariest <laughs> place on earth. <laughs> jeez, 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 jeez. So l- let me ask you a, uh, a follow-up question here, then, um, to tie some of your uh so some of your adventures yeah and uh your days in the gym yeah and the success that you've had in business yeah so before you know you said you want to really get the feeling of the night before so whether you so take us into a little bit of whether that was the night before you summited kilimanjaro or the night before you had the grueling workout to prepare for it Maybe the, night, or the before, night before I sold my business. Yeah, I was gonna say the night before you sold your business, or the night before you made one of your biggest business deals. Maybe the night before you pitched Project Dream, uh, or or the night. So you have all these big moments, and so you like to know what feels like night. So the night before, yeah, how that. are you? Are you excited? Are you nervous? Yeah. Are you like what's what's your process of going through that? Ah, great question, great question. So I would tell you that. Time
0: has helped me with that process. You know, if you asked, you know, a version of myself 10 years ago, I'm, I know my answer would be very different. I would tell you that today, I, I really try to, you know, revel in the moment. I try to really be present in the moment. You know, we live in such a world of distractions, right? Where, where you know, we can be pulled in so many, dis- you know, so, many, so many directions, right? Our attention is being pulled everywhere. Be it family, be it work, be it something. But I gotta tell you, the better you are living in the moment for tomorrow's moment, the more enjoyment you have out of it. Because I find that before you know it, you're getting to that moment and it's already over. Right? It's, right. Like the talk about, it's like to talk about vacation and holidays, right? It's yeah. like, you know, you know, book your holidays. Uh, what well, I love about vacations is so, what I loved about Kilimanjaro the most, AJ, was, was booking that and then starting my journey 100 days out with you. Right. right and then training to climb that mountain. Right didn't need to. Right, I was pretty fit dude and probably was going to be okay climbing, it, but I wanted to climb it and you listeners right now they're going, "Oh yeah, Taipei, guys, has to do it all the right way. Yeah, you're right." Yeah, yeah. I did. I had to be the best at it. So, you know what that meant to me? I had to be able to take my camera up the mountain with me and take photo- photography of the moments without <sighs> huffing and buffing and 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 you know, and leading the pack or being part of the pack, but but being confident because for me, AJ, the goal was to not only summit but create really inspiring album of photography that I could enjoy. Yep. And there's going to take some physical effort to do that. So I, can right. Get, right? so I can get behind the camera, so I could be creative, so I can be inspired, not be sucking my breath, trying to drag my ass up the mountain. Right. Right? Yep. So again, we go back to structure and preparation. Didn't have my accident. Right. I came to you 120 days out and said, okay, AJ, I want to climb a mountain. Let's do it together. Right. Yeah.
1: I remember that day yeah made a plan We did make a plan yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what was uh, what was the most interesting to you thing to you about that whole plan um so you know what for a what struck me off the uh off the very start and uh i don't know if we've ever talked about this but um so i had obviously never worked with anyone to help them climb a mountain before yeah it's not uh <laughs> No, not it's a skill
0: set like, in Manitoba. You know, we're yeah, garbage middle hill, of Winnipeg, yep, Manitoba, yeah, yeah. as flat as can be. Yeah. Um, Google us, Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. The highest elevation, garbage hill,
1: seventy-five meters. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, um, but I felt like your confidence in wanting to have me involved in the project gave me a lot of confidence. Yeah. Uh, what we we're to, gonna do it together to to help help you know. So I was like, okay, well, I've never climbed a mountain. And uh, I obviously think one of the biggest mistakes that I can make in my profession is acting like I know everything. Yeah. If I don't know anything, I'm like, I don't know this. So A, I got to ask questions about it. So I sat down with you and when we made your plan, had a whole bunch of questions and um, you had all this information of exactly, you know, this is. You know, this day is gonna be this many meters elevation, it's gonna rough be this much time. We basically took we basically weight. took
0: the, the 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 nine day summits right. and broke it down and we did seventy percent of the trek in the gym. Right. Through treadmill, through stepper, through stairs, through prowler, or, through right. sled. So um adding weight, taking weight, emulating altitude, we and did. then
1: I I remember uh so yeah so I I have a actually a very fond like memory of that the starting the process and you know it goes back to you know we were talking about building relationships being the most yes. I felt like we had such a good relationship that we just trusted each other yes that now we can accomplish anything and it didn't really matter if neither one of us had done it before um it was just the fact that we knew we trusted each other we, we put had a, a plan great together. relationship we're going to develop a plan prepare for it and Execute. just be committed to it right yeah and so um back to the three c's right yeah it took commitment yeah it took the character and it took consistency right and those days that were tough of not wanting to do it yeah right um i remember a bunch of the hockey guys thinking you were out of your mind when they would come in the gym They'd work out, they'd go skate, they'd come back up to roll out and yeah. do a cool down. It's like four hours have passed, you're still in there. Pushing, pushing. Full gear, got, <laughs> still got your boots on and everything yeah. to get used to how they were going to feel being in them. And they're like, you're still pushing that sled, man. Yeah, um, yeah I so, went full gear
0: too. or wore gear in the gym, wore my hat, wore my boots. So I wanted to
1: feel it, and like I, a method actor. You right, know? yeah. It will, and I, I do remember too, a cool part of that for me was seeing... You know, I've got to work with a lot of athletes from a lot of different um, disciplines and stuff like that. Um, I thought it was really cool to see so some guys that are doing whatever they do at the highest level. They're playing hockey in the NHL or whatever, the highest level. And them instantly having uh, like a great amount of respect for the process that you're going through. Because I feel like they could identify with what they go through to do their job. And they were like, they instantly respected... Yeah. um your effort and your dedication your commitment to it and they were like yeah and i think you know you're talking about a business as- athlete like there's a great example of the of the the work you're doing in the gym bridging the gap between you had pro hockey players and you had keith the business athlete in there one in the same one in the same in that moment like everyone was like you Absolutely. know what i mean 100 percent. pretty
0: cool i thought i and i and i, I it, made, it made me feel really
1: um
0: it really made me feel like a part of the, the, those team of athletes. I felt right. like one of them, right? Yeah. And again, which inspired me to think that those that are listening right now that are going, geez, how do I, oh, my, I'm like that. Yeah, you're a business athlete. I'm telling you, if you are driven, you're proactive, you're results driven, you think the same way that I do and you think the same way that people are listening to this podcast do and, 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 and looking to drive results, sometimes pause in, at, at executing, you're a business athlete, Hashtag business
1: athletes. You're part of us. You're part of the community. You're part of the movement. We all can learn this together. The day that we recreated the eleven hour summit in the gym, do you remember what you did as soon as you summited? I do. Yeah, five guys. Yeah, five guys burgers I at the top too. I do too. You ordered five guys burgers to the yeah. top of the mountain. That's man. That's right. Yeah,
0: we crushed <laughs> those five guys burgers, and then I did back pedal, back pedal um, of the uh, of the Prowler. I think for four hours backpedaling because I was going right. down the mountain. I going had to emulate down. the feeling of going down. And then I learned for the first time in my life really yeah. what it felt like to walk downhill on a treadmill for, you know, four hours,
1: six, eight hours a day for many, many days. Yeah. And yeah. a new feeling. That whole deceleration now yes. on the way down is completely, yeah, completely different. And I'm telling you, to- I'm
0: telling you, um, climbing the mountain was one thing going down was something else. Right, and it, you know, you think about going down hard on the knees. It was hard. I felt like we skied down the mountain. Right, I skied down like in the slate and yeah. in the in the shale and the rock, and it was, uh, it was, it was that was that's a that's a. We'll talk about that one day. We'll talk. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell more stories about Kilimanjaro on an upcoming episode of Business Athlete for sure. Yeah, because I, I think those that are listening right now, those that have climbed, yeah, those that are thinking, well, how do, how do I do it? How do I how do I how do I get off my ass and go and climb a mountain? Well, you come to the right place. We'll help you. Yeah, totally. We yeah will. we absolutely will help them. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: yeah, I, I love it. Episode one <laughs> in the books. I love it, man. We are in the can. That was worth it. Yeah. I feel like I was getting a little uh more I'm not gonna lie, I was nervous at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. So uh for those of you that have stuck around,
0: and I hope you have, uh we broke the golden one hour rule. I know Nicole's story, executive producer Nicole. My, One of my good friends, Nicole, here's producing with me. I said, I said listen, we'll keep it. Uh, Agent and I are going to struggle to talk for 30 minutes. And then I'm like, nah, we're not going to struggle to talk for 30 minutes. And I'm like, nah, we'll struggle to talk for 45 minutes. Nah, mm-hmm. not 45 <laughs> at all. Not 45 at all. She's so, like, okay, well, let's keep between 45 and 60 is a magical number. Well, we're sitting here at uh, 68 minutes going on 69, I'm going to be 70 by the time we're all said and done probably. But this has been a lot of fun. I hope if you're listening, if you still stuck around up until now, you've enjoyed it. You've enjoyed uh, giving us your time. Uh, and if you haven't, I'm sorry that I've taken the time away from you. Um, I hope you've learned something in the 70 minutes of being with us. But if not, I hope you'll come back. I hope you'll come back to be inspired again. I hope you'll come back to, uh, you know, listen to our guests. Um, I hope you enjoyed just learning more about myself, about AJ, and, and about what we believe uh, is the makeup of a business athlete. And, um, you know, I, I, we hope to have all kinds of diverse conversations. Again, like I said earlier, our goal here is to, is to get you know episodes in the can and uh, get them out there for the audience and ideally, you know, build a, build, build a movement, build a community of business athletes, AJ. I envision a world where we're all connected. Hashtag business athletes, right? I want to see you on the bike on the Peloton. You can find me at uh, K3ITHB, uh, hashtag business athletes. You'll find me there. Come find me there. Um, Listen for the Business Athletes Podcast. We're here to inspire. We're here to get things rocking and rolling. We're here to have a lot of fun all the time. I'm taking you out of this with the outro intro tune put together with me for me by my buddy Dom. Damn Sparks. Thank you, Dam. You got the name in the first episode. Mr. Seglin, social distance pound. There it is. All right, man. It's been a lot of fun. See you in the gym. Thank you for listening. See you in the gym. This has been the Business Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Keith Billis.